Hey everybody, it's Practice Indie back, Jenna and Shan here again. We've made it to February. Yes. Yes, February. The month of feelings. What's the, <laughs> what's the astrological situation in February? Do we know? I feel like... What's this month? Feelings-based? Well, February moves into Pisces, which... Ah, oh. the Pisces. So definitely feeling watery. And you brought up water and the last thing, Narayana. So I'm just wondering, what's the what is what goes into it though? Anyway, I mean, I feel like Megan. in Valentine's Day always gets folks in their feelings, God, like right? Feelings, like yeah. I'm, you know. I'm alone, or I'm with someone, or I'm with somebody I don't really want to be with. Like, in your feelings. Or I'm with, like, ten people, and all of them are complicated. That's, like, very much, like, I feel like every Valentine's Day, like, the lead-up to it on, like, social media is, like, a bunch of feelings a about lot of our feelings. romantic partnerships mm-hmm. and our relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, February's feelings. We love feelings. So, speaking of feelings <laughs> and deep feeling, um... <laughs> Let's talk about Bava, which is our yes. focus this week. Yes. So Bava, or Bav, which is how I usually say it. So they're the same. They're the same. Uh, dropping the A is just something some groups do and don't. But um, Bava is a deep feeling. And it's not just like, I mean, I think we all have had deep feelings. <laughs> That's just what I'm saying. I can think of a lot of people that have deep feelings. Deep feelings. Uh, my whole Instagram is basically a rage of my deep feelings, but Bob is not that. It's mm-hmm. not my like mm-hmm. patriarchal rages. It's um, the deepest, most sincere feelings and emotional states that exist within you. And they're, I don't like ever the word purity. I think if you've ever been in my class, I hate this idea, but they are the most unadulterated versions of your highest feelings. So like deep anger isn't really necessarily a bhav or bhava. It's what, when you feel most connected to something or to someone or to an experience, what is that feeling that arises? So oftentimes it's very devotional or it's very loving or it's very caring. Um, it could be somewhat sad, like it could be filled with longing or um, sort of a tinge of like, um, I don't like pain, but it can be, it can be deep, like in the sense of like, it kind of hurts, like sort of like, like, like if you're, if your partner has gone away or your friend has moved away and like you miss them a lot, like that can be a very sincere feeling that you could also have in a devotional sense. So bhava is something that for the practitioner or the sadhika or the student, we should be cultivating. Um, a lot of us come to the table with a particular flavor of Bob. And the idea that Bob is sort of a flavor is kind of an important idea. Because it's not really about putting it into a category, but it's really about that deep, sincere experience that you're having. Um, so we often come to the table with a particular Bob. Depending on you know who we are to this point, how our human lived experience has evolved to this moment. Um, and a good teacher who takes on a good student and if you're talking about things like what is your bob, your intention, feeling, devotion that you're bringing to whatever you're doing, you can also start to cultivate a different bob. If that bob has no longer is no longer serving you or isn't in the realm of what is going to be best for yourself. So like for example, um, you can have a very deep sadness, a longing bob for like God or spirituality or connection 
And it could be that that is no longer serving your spiritual path. And so you choose to cultivate, you know, a more loving or open Bob experience. Or, like, you cultivate this deep expression of love outpouring versus love in a negative space. So, yeah, Bob is something that you should try to connect with. Um, certainly like, and you become aware of it usually in the moments where you're tired or you've done like a bunch of meditation or you've done a really tough yoga practice. And it's kind of that moment where you're sitting in Shavasana, but you know, it's not quite time to get up yet. And whatever it is you're feeling that feels a little expansive or maybe slightly scary, that's probably your bob. Um, also if you do a deep meditation, you can be there for a very long time. The moment that the edges of your experience start to blur and you're like, oh, I'm having this feeling that's usually your bob. Um, it's not something that unfortunately you can like journal out. Like my bob is this, like that doesn't really work. It really has to be felt and experienced. Okay. I have two questions. Yeah. One, can, can bob be a spillover of karma? Like, can you carry bob from life to life? Do you know this? Um, because like, it kind of reminds me of like epigenetics and that like, you know, if you have Holocaust, um, if you have people who live through the Holocaust and you are a descendant of that, you can have epigenetics yeah. of like their experience. Um, yeah. So I don't know if that yeah, yeah. is tied. Do you have any clue? Ooh. Okay. So I'm going to say, I'm going to answer one. I know there's at least one person that listens to this podcast regularly probably has receipts. So when he slides in the DM, okay. we'll, we'll get a new, we'll, we'll, we'll do a side yeah. we'll answer. Do an update. Okay. Yeah. But in, here's my hot take personally on it. I think generational trauma and like epigenetics like I think those are incredibly valid human experiences and are part of the reality that collective humanity is connected Mm -hmm. I think when you I think just the same as pain and suffering gets passed from generation to generation or within a family or within a clan or a culture I think our joy and our devotion and our spiritual connections can also be like can be shared I think anyone who's ever come to a kirtan or anyone who has gone to temple or I have beautiful memories of like being a kid in Christian church, which I clearly don't go to anymore, particularly on big holidays where the joy and the number of humans were so intense and there was just such a almost swelling feeling of experience Mm -hmm. that was collective that I can a hundred percent point to. I think Bob is also present in that. And so it's, it's really looking at like your bob. Like I think your bob can be both an individual song and a symphony. Oh, and so you, I think you can have bob that comes from the lessons you learned from your parents or your culture um, or your lineage. I think the more time you spend with people with a particular bob, just like view orientation, the more impacted your own bob mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. This is also why, like Patanjali in Sutra one. 3-3 says like you know cultivate a sense of love for mm-hmm. the 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 diligent the sincere and then disregard the wicked because people that you surround yourself with with can impact i think your your bob to me they can do that so the idea is mm-hmm. let's say you have an intergenerational trauma or a familial trauma that is impacting your bob you have sadness or longing or a feeling that like you're you're incomplete those are not necessarily bad bobs to have but they could also be something that as you grow as a spiritual practitioner that you don't need right so you could say i have so much longing because of the way my culture or my family or my people have experienced things 
and I'm going to take that longing and I'm going to let it be love or I'm going to let it be love for my people. Or you can stick with the longing. Like that can be very valid. Like, well, I guess it also speaks to if it, the question is like about karma, like if, if the goal is, and we'll get to that with the third week is, um, the fourth week, wherever, if the goal with karma is to become frictionless, perhaps mm-hmm. your bob at a certain point is just adding more friction yes. than if, you know, you shift it, if it's, if it's about longing and then it's just becoming grittier and grittier sandpaper, perhaps it's now time to move into a bob that reduces that friction. Yes, that yeah. makes sense. There could be a point where you're you're longing for God. That's a very common bob. I'm longing to be united with the the entity that speaks to me as God. It could be Krishna. It could be Shiva. It could be God himself. Like it could be Jesus. It could be Mary. It, it could be any of these things. I think humans do feel a deep longing to be connected to something that's so powerful and so divine, and to them speaks to them. If from the yogic perspective, if that longing is a denial of the reality of who you are or the validity of who you are or the idea that you're incomplete without that thing, then that's less of an intentional bog you want to cultivate. Like if you're just longing to be closer to Krishna but it's filled with love, great. That's beautiful. If you're longing because the idea is I'm not enough or I'm not good enough in this human mm-hmm. form to unite with this thing I love, I don't think that's what yoga wants. For yeah. You. So it, you, it's something like bhav, and it's important because bhav will color everything that you do. So if you're, it's not unlike view orientation in the way that a near enemy of the truth can start to shift your practice. You can start to become restless or uncomfortable. So. Bob is pretty ethereal. Like, you can't just, like, lock your Bob down and put it in a box. Be like, I got it. I got my Bob. <laughs> I think it will always shift the more practice you do. Like that Baby Yoda meme where you put the chicken nuggets under the thing. Like, I got my Bob, you guys. Bob is Baby Yoda. Bob's oh, my baby God. Ah! Bob is Baby so Yoda. So good. Um, okay, sidebar. So but Star Wars is really <laughs> the philosophy of Yoda. But side, sidebar, sidebar. Put this whole thing out there. What is the reason I exist? Baby Yoda. Um... <laughs> So you can't, I think Bob is so mutable that it's not always the same thing, but you do want to be mindful of as you grow as a practitioner, as you go deeper or you look at things in different ways to make sure that your Bob isn't a reflection of your samskaras. Because I think there could be a point where that happens. And so that's yeah. where like it could be yeah, negative. Yeah, yeah. Well, that feels too like you're, you might be carrying you might be carrying some scars that are epigenetics. Like, yes. You know what I'm absolutely. saying? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that gets... And you can... I can see where... I mean... Which, uh, for those of you listening, some scars are like trenches or impressions of patterns of thought that aren't necessarily real or true, but they've been in, ingrained in you. Yeah, and they become... They can become toxic. Like, yes. those are the patterns that, like, aren't necessarily... Useful. They're not practiced. There's a difference between a, a pattern that is practiced, that's consciously cultivating the experience you want. Some scars are like things you weren't aware of that you consciously, you consciously or unconsciously did that aren't getting you closer to where you want to go. So I think it be, gets very nuanced. But yeah. I also think like there's a real lived experience of like people who have left their homeland mm-hmm. or people who have left their home, however that's defined. I think you'll always have a longing for that experience. And for a lot of people that manifests as divinity. And I think that can be incredibly spiritual, Mm. but I think you just have to be aware for yourself and like, nobody can define this for you, but it's like, is this Bob in true service to who I am and who I want to be? 
Or am I holding on to something that's keeping me rooted in less of what I want to be? Um, I think, and Bob is powerful. Like it will literally, it's like the, you know how when you take picture, like a real photographer has gels that go over the lights when they light you up, right? Like your Bob is that gel. Like it can color the entire experience that you're having. It can color your practice, your work, your relationships. What is the energy? What is the deepest feeling you're bringing to these things? So you do want to like check in with your Bob every so often be like, okay, is this deep longing because I'm deeply longing to be connected or is it because I don't think I'm good enough? Mm -hmm. Those are big differences. And you want to start to refine those. That, uh, Jimmy has given me the analogy of Bob like tea. Yes. Like the, the actual tea. Yes. So this, the tea bag is more like some culpa, which in a moment mm -hmm. I'd love for you to share yeah. the, the difference. Um, but then the bob is the tea that infuses the water. And it kind of like how you're saying that too is like it's dependent on practice mm -hmm. and conditions. Yes. And um, like, you know, a tea enthusiast knows like water temperature changes the game. Oh my God. Okay, anybody who's like an expert like wine taster mm -hmm. or like cheese taster, which exists, and I want that job. Well, I want that right. job. Right. <laughs> Where's that job? Or like anybody who has refined a a, a mechanism of experiencing things because it could be it, like a musician a really gifted musician like you through practice in all of those areas you become more aware of the nuance of the thing you're experiencing that is your job with Bob like if you're a beginner and you're like you keep saying Bob and I don't really get it and it's just like Bleh. your job is to just acknowledge and start to look at what might be your Bob as you're getting further along in your practice your job is to find the nuance of flavor and experience within that bob and then if it makes sense for you under the guidance of your teacher or based on who how you're trying to manifest your life or practice then you can start cultivating the experience so now you're looking for flavors you know what i mean that's like where you get to almost like an official wine tasting where they give you the list of like what flavors did you taste now you're consciously calling out like i want this to be you know berries or like whatever coffee with notes of it's a little bit of chocolate uh -huh, like you know uh -huh. you're calling those flavors Ooh, out because yes. that's what you want to experience so that's the way to approach your bob and that's kind of like the steps of bob and that's also an acknowledgement that the the thing that you're tasting or the flavors you're experiencing still is a complete package so some of those old flavors that you don't want are still there maybe but that's where you're trying to get with your bob Ugh, I love that. Okay, can you can you then distinguish between because I I can see how people would get this confused with sankalpa being yeah. uh, sankalpa being an intention. Which if you joined us in the beginning of the year, our challenge this year is to set an intention for the uh, sankalpa for the mm -hmm. entire year. Yeah, um, not just setting digging shallow wells. So, um, what? How would you? discriminate between the two yeah so we'll do a big breakdown on sankalpa i think later like maybe in like three months so like you'll get a whole like toolkit i think probably around sankalpa sankalpa let's look at if we extend the analogy of like some like let's take wine okay bob is like the wine has already been presented to you and you're experiencing the flavors and the experience of the wine Sankalpa is you're the winemaker and you're making conscious choices of what flavors the taster will taste. Both of those things can be overlaid obviously in your own life, but Sankalpa is a direct action that you're creating. 
Bob is something you are experiencing and possibly refining or calling something more specific to you. Mm. But you're not, but Bob is almost, I won't say it's outside yourself. It's clearly cultivated within the self, but it's something that happens more to you. Mm-hmm. And so when you, when I even say like you can sort of shift your Bob, what I'm talking about is you're just basically calling different flavors of experience to you mm. versus like, I am going to set this intention and this is the intention. That's not really what Bob, not it been my experience with Bob. Okay. Now you, you may want to cultivate a very drastically different Bob, but the reality is probably most of those Bobs are available to you already. And right. you're just not calling them to you. So yeah, it's like Bob is the taster and you're calling flavors out and Sankalpa is the winemaker themselves choosing the right fruits to create the flavor. Mm, okay. I think I got that. Um, I'm going to use as simple language as possible to see if I can distill that down. Um, for myself, which is Sankalpa is the conditions, like cre- consciously creating the conditions. Mm-hmm. Bob is the experiencing of them. Yeah, yeah. And then like the discernment of the experiencing of them. Yes. Yeah. Does yeah. that feel correct? Yeah, and then like they can play off each other, but yeah, that's it really is like the Sankalpa is yours. It's 100% yours. It can be a reflection of your mind state and your Bob, of course, because Bob colors everything, but you're choosing the Sankalpa. Mm-hmm. The Sankalpa is like, in this moment, I am going to create as kind and ethical of a podcast as I can in this moment. <laughs> the Bob is like, this podcast is lovely to experience and mm-hmm. I feel deeply connected. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. That's the difference. Yeah, got it. So um, you can do this with anything. Even if this isn't like your lineage or your religious idea, these ideas of like what you can consciously create and what you can consciously try to experience are super important. And they can really help you on whatever your goals are, too. Um, If you make something, if you imbue a sense of Bob into something you don't want to do, like an expense report. Uh, Like, I don't want to do, right? Like, if I cultivate this lovingly into this experience, it's more likely that I'm going to do it and probably not be mad about it. So these ideas can be so important. Even for our, like, non-yogi people listening to this. What is your intention? How do you want to feel? Or what would you like to call as a feeling out of this intention? That's really important. I love it. Anything else you want to add? No? All right. Thanks, y'all, for listening.